the absolute worst nightmare of waking up in the morning and not having a cup of coffee, that shit is real. That will derail your whole fucking day. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga bless. Welcome back to Black Oak House Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for some vicariously Merlin. This is, We will be discussing the Eye of the Phoenix first. Written by Julian Jones, directed by Alice Troughton, premiered 1030 of 2010. And I gave this one an 8.2 out of 10. Really enjoyed the episode, much more than its follow-up. I am a little late with this. I went into like a coma. I don't know what (laughs) to (laughs) describe it as other than a girl got sleepy and a girl went to sleep. (laughs) That's all there is to it. So I'm not going to do a a full recap because I'm already behind and I got like two other podcasts to do today. So I've already seen these episodes. (laughs) That's the the beauty of this, that sometimes I can just allow other people to get their feelings out and I just go over the things that I enjoyed. We start in the Eye of the Phoenix, Merlin and Gwen. I'm glad to see them having scenes together because that's how we got introduced in this show in the first season was the friendship between Merlin and Gwen. And I kind of felt in the last two seasons that it's kind of been pushed to the side just a bit. So it was nice to just have a fun moment between them in which they have this little secret. They're all this little team. And she leans her, or she puts her head <laughs> on his shoulder to look into the throne room. Because we don't know what, what's happening. It's all dramatic that Arthur is getting clean. And of course, we got to have one shot of, <laughs> of Bradley James without a shirt. And he goes into the throne room barefoot to meditate and find out what his quest is going to be. And then we just have friendship goals as she's like, um, what's he doing? He's thinking about what? And then he's like, you? And then she (laughs) hits him and it's so cute. And then they're both kind of like, this is supposed to help him find a quest. This sounds very skeptical. Like, no, this is a serious thing, Gwen. Even though they both are like, we don't understand these weird ass rules (laughs) of nobles. They're so fucking weird and their quests and shit. But just a nice scene between them as Merlin says, I got this is I got to stay up all night and watch him because he's going to have his quest revealed to him. Uh, And then I did LOL when Merlin fell asleep and it was Uther who nudged his ass awake like get your ass. (laughs) He is so used to his son's manservant. And then Arthur reveals that his quest is to retrieve the trident from the realm of the Fisher King. It started off anyway, nice, as Gwen and Morgana are out shopping, having some girl time. It's nice to see that they still get along. But Morgos in disguise has a moment alone with Morgana, gives her an enchanted ornament and tells her to make some type of voodoo doll. (laughs) And that is going to ultimately drain Arthur's life force. Gwen spots Morgos in the mirror and her suspicions are raised, especially as Morgana is like, yeah, I went off with this woman and had a whole conversation and she just needed some pennies. And Gwen's like, okay. Then we have another beautiful moment because the gifts were just 
continuing to give this episode where Gwen is waiting outside of Arthur's chambers and she used to stop saying the words because he even looks at her like you're so cute all the time like oh I know I'm not supposed to be here like girl please you know I want you to be here and then she's like be careful and he's like I will she's like for me I'm like we didn't even need all that we get it and then he gives her a peck and I'm glad it was just a peck because it could have been a swirling huge kiss even though they did give us some of the music in the background but it was I'm coming back to you you ain't gotta worry this ain't a heightened moment this is something I have to do it's a, a rite of passage for every king they have to do this alone and I felt like as if while I understand that Merlin and Gwen needed to help Arthur they sometimes Merlin just pops up as if he really don't have no respect for the customs at all and that's where I kind of see where Arthur he get pissy even though sometimes they have him overly pissy like I was laughing when he was like oh who else is here is Gwen and Morgana here too (laughs) that was funny but it's almost like oh you guys don't think I can do this shit alone even though we know from the audience perspective that magic is involved he don't know that he thinks that this servant and then he just grabbed a friend and was like arthur's going off by himself we need to protect him that's a little deflating even if it was indeed exactly what happened but that's because magic was involved utha really be disrespectful (laughs) she's all looking at him like oh you seem worried about arthur he's he's the heir to the throne well, don't worry, a pink dragon will be on the throne. He don't even give her the respect of, of looking over and saying thank you. He is a little bit of an ass. What am I saying he is a little bit of an ass? He is an ass. We all know this. I appreciated Gaius actually helping Merlin this episode. I think shot like, oh, great. It's nice to see that they're working together. And Merlin didn't go off half cock learning about that stone, even though his facial, sometimes Colin Morgan's facial expressions, I do not agree with whatsoever. And when he saw the am- amulet on Arthur's arm, like, why did you need to be so damn fucking extra and dramatic with your, like, your face went schizophrenic, sir. Anyhow. This is when going through a lot of books, they locate exactly what this bracelet does. It drains the life force of whoever wears it. Merlin recruits Gwen because Gaia says, you can't do this by yourself. And I'm glad because it's true. Merlin trying to, I mean, imagine (laughs) Merlin trying to do this by his own self. But I thought they still was going to be in the background, which I'm glad they were for the most part. For the most part, I will give them that um very fun chasing of Gwen and Merlin I like that Gwen busts in on Morgana doing something shady especially every time she is doing something shady she snaps at her come on and check yourself before you begin to wreck yourself so take it and check yourself before you wreck yourself big dicks in your ass is bad for your hair despite his life force being drained Arthur takes on two bandits and gets the best of them then meets Gretier who is my favorite bridge carrier who calls him courage and sees Morgana's gift and trashes it completely <laughs> Morgana apologizes knowing Gwen is upset 
at her but she's like no it's fine my lady like i'm still your servant even if i was mad i can't be what am i supposed to say yeah you was a bitch yesterday (laughs) but she offers her some time off gwen says well i'm gonna stay and make sure everything's nice before i leave but gwen ain't falling for it because when morgana comes in and returns she hides to discover what her mistress is actually up to and catches her doing magic Wayne and Merlin meet my favorite bridge keeper once again that calls Merlin magic and Gwen strength so when he told Arthur you will need magic strength and courage this is what he meant this has all been designed by the Fisher King so that his lands could be restored <laughs> um there was a moment where Gwen and Merlin, they had a nice cute moment where he's like, I'm here for my friend and it's not Arthur. It's actually you, Merlin. Even though I feel like he could be friends with Arthur, but I, I like this, right? Lancelot's the same way. I'm friends with Merlin. Although I will say that's kind of a little shitty on the, because it's almost like, oh, okay, I'm going to make the Knights of the Round Table all the people in which... <laughs> Merlin is friends with and they don't have any personal connection to actually Arthur other than protecting him and I I don't I don't think I agree completely with that turn there there is a closeness with Arthur to his own Knights of the Round Table that they could do a much better job of incorporating and both times they've just been like no we're Merlin's best friends I'm like come on Uh, Arthur needs a friend too. One that kind of understands what his responsibilities are. So I did think maybe, just maybe, uh, this show could do a bit better job of giving him someone he actually can relate to and would understand his weird quest. I did laugh when they was like, what was that? A pheasant. (laughs) Gwen goes to Gaius because she's upset. And though he tries to keep her out of Morgana is bad, she already know that Morgana is not the same person and fears that she means them all no good. And Gaia says, I am afraid you're right. We find out that the true or the time of the once and future king is upon us via the Trident King. He meets with the Fisher King. He meets with Merlin all by himself. They make sure to isolate the other two so that they can have this one-on-one conversation because this has all been magically construed to get Merlin here. It is not Arthur's quest. Uh, This king is ready to die. The trident is not even the prize. What is is the water from the Lake of Avalon and says you and you alone can save her. In exchange, he gives him the Eye of the Phoenix and he is allowed to have his life force drained. And then, uh, yeah, boys make their way back. Gwen still can't go into Camelot, which he needs a home, clearly, because everywhere he goes, he's wanted and not like. It's sad. And I do appreciate Arthur saying, though, that's still my father. <laughs> like, he understands if you ain't with him. But he's like, you can't be talking shit while I'm still here. And maybe that's why they're not friends. <laughs> I'm not saying you couldn't have given this away, but... They, they do this often, unfortunately, where they don't give Arthur any friends besides Merlin. And I understand they're keeping the bromance alive, but it would be nice to have him connect with someone else. What else? What else? Um, Gwen peeps Morgana's reaction to Arthur returning. 
and she now knows um not my man no you not then we go into merlin season three episode nine love in the time of dragons written by jake michi directed by alex trotton this premiered november 6th of 2010 and i can just tell you now i have no notes written down and i gave this a four out of ten i honestly did not care i didn't care about the mantor the mantra i didn't care about uther i didn't care about i didn't care about any of this i didn't care about the love story um yeah so that's all i have to say about that <laughs> i'm not about to pretend go over the shit i have less to say about this than the goblin at least that shit made me laugh <laughs> so with that let's get on to the feedback join into the feedback for merlin you can send that to blackocouch at gmail.com you can do it in written form or in audio as our next two lovely ladies have sent in first up is miss mimi what it do stina it's mimi i'm sending in my feedback for merlin episodes eight and nine of season three um first let me just let me just say this i know like it seems like every weekend you're taking on the your i'm assuming your nieces and nephews or maybe it's just your nephews um you you watch them um for your mom to give her a a day off which is sweet but i gotta tell you i i don't know how you do it i got one child and one child only just one and you know since e-learning distant learning whatever they want to call it this fool is in my face all the time and it's really bothersome like this time right now normally school when school start i drop him off at school and then i go exercise um i go to starbucks sit in there read i have quiet you know i have me time but now i don't have that but because my son doesn't get to do anything i've been trying to have his friends over and i gotta tell you having more than one kid is trash like i hate it <laughs> i don't know how else to say it like i despise it with a passion like it's terrible i i go to the store to i had to run some errands and usually my son doesn't like to go because he doesn't like to wear a mask and that's fine he's he's nine he's old enough to stay at home for an hour or two he, he can call me if he needs something and his friend wanted to come over and i was like well fine he won't even be by himself so i'm at the store let me tell you the bed bath and beyond by my house is going out of business which is the best news i ever heard because all the stuff that i've wanted but didn't feel like spending that much money on now is on sale so i was in the middle of going ham and i get a call from my son talking about his friend whose name is leo um he just left i'm like what do you mean he just left well he he got mad and he left i was like we'll go get him he was like well i mean i have to put on shoes i was like oh my god (sighs) just go in the house i'm gonna i'll be there so i like to put my cart somewhere and just run out of the store because i'm feeling like this fool about to leave and his mom dropped him off in my house so i'm assuming she gonna want her child back you know when she comes to pick him up like oh lord anyway so i had to deal with that shenanigan and he's like i wasn't gonna leave i was just i needed a mental break like dude you're nine <laughs> mental break from what oh my god i can't i just so to punish them and it was actually a punishment for us 
for all of us. I made them come with me to all of my errands, but I couldn't enjoy it the same. I couldn't, you know, really think about all the stuff that I wanted to buy. So I just ended up getting, you know, you always talk about a weighted blanket. I was like, I'm getting one of those. And then they had a heated blanket. I was like, what? So I got them both. But the stuff that I really wanted to invest in, I needed some time to, you know, read the back of it investigate do some research see what the ratings are i wanted to get a new coffee maker you know i wanted a new vacuum cleaner i want to get those stupid shower curtains that are like 300 that ain't nobody really gonna buy but now since they're like 50 percent off and i and i'm and i want them i'm gonna get them you know treat yourself you know yolo you only live once but i couldn't even enjoy my time you know so i was like okay hopefully next week when my work schedule's back to normal and I don't got somebody else's child. I can go back and the stuff that I want is still there. Anyway, now that I've got that off my chest, let me go on and get in this feedback. Now, I watched this episode earlier today and I got a, or both episodes and, I, you know, I did like eight better than nine, but they both were pretty good um, for the most for the most part. I actually, you know, I, I think I enjoyed both of them, but I, I did like definitely liked eight more, but they were both really good episodes. But I will say I saw the preview for 10 and I can tell you now that that one's probably going to be my favorite. Everything about it is what I'm here for. You know what I've been waiting for since we started this. So I'm ready. I'm going to probably watch it before next Saturday, but, you know, it's going to get watched. I promise y'all that. Um, okay, so let's see here. Um, oh, so the first episode eight was about um, um, he uh, Arthur was doing a quest to get some king's trident, whatever. That wasn't important. Um, I loved how, you know, Gwen went to go say, you know, I'm saying that was her like way of saying goodbye. You know, good luck be careful bring your behind back to me and he kissed her and it wasn't even like he didn't hesitate and think about it. he didn't ask he just went in and kissed her like you know what I might die so let me get this in right now and I'm telling you her face was my face like she like touched her like she was like Phew, like flustered same Gwen same like it was perfect the way the execution like he didn't hesitate everything about that small little peck on the lips was everything to me and I loved it um the other thing I will say is I I knew that Gwen could see that there was a change in Morgana I never knew the extent of which it was but I knew that she could see something was off like the way she would snap at her like and then like sometimes she was just overly nice it was like really forced and it seemed so fake um and I always just assumed the fakeness that I saw, maybe it was just me because we know who Morgana is right now. But now I feel like it was probably an actual director, director's touch or maybe even the actress. Maybe that was her own, you know, twist to the character so that we can see that there was a change and we could feel it. Because I know I always did. And when she saw uh, Morgana, when Gwen saw Morgana cast that spell on that bracelet and she was like her eyes were lit up I was like see this is what I'm talking about all these shenanigans that Merlin be doing he could have easily just even not even like tell Gwen that Morgana's changed just steer her in the way to like see it like you know some shit's going down in the in the basement be like oh, you know what Gwen you should go get 
that artifact down there or go downstairs and make sure all the doors are locked anything send her in that direction so she can see what this fool is doing and what this fool is capable of because you can't stop her so maybe you should just show people who she is when she can't hide amongst you guys anymore then it'd be easier to stop her like oh but at least Gwen knows now no thanks to Merlin but she knows so that in itself is awesome uh what else did I say for this episode oh Gwen's fine ass is back yes I'm telling you he he can get these panties that's all I'm saying like he is so fine and I don't know if he's gotten finer since the last time we seen him but I'm telling you like Arthur who if I was Gwen I I don't know nobody named Arthur because Gwen is where it's at is all I'm saying and I love that he was back in this episode and I loved how eager he was to help Arthur like I don't know what Merlin said I don't remember I don't even know if he like told him straight up what they were doing but he didn't hesitate and that was awesome speaking of Merlin I I don't know how we're supposed to interpret the looks that he gives Gwen but like it I expect him to look at Arthur the way he looks at Gwen and I don't know if maybe I'm reading too much into it but he be giving that fool heart eyes like not like I love you but like you know will you be my best friend like he likes like he loves him so much like we I don't feel like y'all had that much interaction for you to be giving that man heart eyes like that you really love him <laughs> it's crazy speaking of their interaction I remember when the, the that wall was closing and Gwen pushed Merlin in like you would think he would have pushed Arthur or jumped through it himself but he pushed Merlin and I can't help to think like I know like when they were going to that bridge and that one guy who you know he has magic but you know Gwen wasn't right behind Merlin he wasn't next to him which was I thought was like a strange choice so I want I assume that they wanted us to think that Gwen didn't hear what he was saying but does Gwen know that Merlin has magic is that something that's been established I'm not sure like I can't say that I was paying 100% attention to that but I do know that Gwen was behind Merlin and it was like a big enough gap to where I thought that they were intentionally trying to show us that Gwen didn't hear any of that but when he pushed Merlin in and the wall went all the way down or I guess that's a door the trap door closed all the way I feel like he did that because he knew Merlin had magic and he was trying to get him to you know this is your quest as much as it is Arthur like that couldn't have been a coincidence Merlin didn't jump over there to try and get to it he was pushed and that means something to me like I I almost want to go back and watch and see maybe if I miss something I think I might do that after this after I send this to see if maybe he did hear what that I don't know the the bridge keeper the bridge protector the soldier of the bridge I don't know what that little little man was like I don't know what he was supposed to be but I know he had magic and he had no problem telling uh, Merlin and Gwen that he had magic and he called and he said something to Merlin to the effect of yeah magic's finally here so Gwen had to have heard that right am I am I crazy okay anyway uh what else was there uh, oh the cousins of the dragon I was like wh why can't they just be little dragons they look just like dragons like I don't know why we had to give them a special name um hold on let's see what else here 
Oh, and seriously, I'm going to need somebody to make Merlin do some sit-ups, some pull-ups, take a jog, lift weights, something. Because he is awfully pathetic. Like, huh, it's, it's, it's not even a funny joke anymore. It's pathetic. It's just embarrassing, really. Even, even the comments that Arthur keeps making, like, stop calling him a weakling. Make that, make one of his chores to lift some weights, please, for the love of God. Or stop asking him to do stuff you know he can't do. What is wrong with you, Arthur? Dig. Acting like y'all just met. Ugh. Oh, oh, I wrote down in my notes, all of them bugs. Woo chow, I would have died. Like, when he lifted up that thing, to the, the mechanism to get the door to open the trap door and all them bugs poured out oh i almost fell out like there is no way i am not sticking my hand in there like i i am not one of those girly girls that are scared with bugs like i if it's one i can pick it up and like move it away um if i see it like crawling on the wall i won't kill it i can like move it like i'm not one of those like they see a bug and they jump on our couch no but when you have a hidden path and i see bugs coming out i am not sticking my hand in there i don't I don't care what that make me. I don't care. I don't think I'm a girly girl, but that was that was a hell to the no for me. You stick, you can stick your hand in there, Arthur. I ain't doing it. I'll take your sword and shovel that crap out until we can see all the way in it. But I ain't sticking my hand in no dark place where I see a whole bunch of bugs falling out. You gotta be out your mind, please. No, thank you. And they're gonna name again, Emerus. Why do everyone keep calling Merlin that? I don't understand. I need answers. And I have this sinking feeling that the answers I want and need are in season one. And I think I'm just going to suck it up and watch it. (sighs) You know what? You know what you could do, Christina? I know there, I think it was episode 10 in season one. You told me it was the one for, um, that is about Gwen. But maybe you should go through season one because since you've seen them all and the good ones tell me to watch and the ones that are going to suck and get on my nerve I can just skip because I don't feel like this is one of those shows where you have to watch stuff all in order because there's a couple episodes even in season three and season two that if you'd have missed them it wasn't really that big of a deal you didn't miss anything important so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to do that for me you know when you get time and whatnot Okay, so episode nine, let's see. This was the one with uh, Gaius and his girl. Oh, so I <laughs> listened to your feedback or the podcast from last week and you <laughs> and I was I was just convinced that Gaius was just gay and that's why he didn't want Gahalda. But then you were like, you you know, she smells like piss and, and ass and dirt and you know, and I was like, you're probably right. She don't look like she has very good hygiene. And we know for a fact that the princess did it. She was nasty and she was a princess. So, you know, her, I think they called her a nurse. I don't know what her actual job title was, but you're right. You're right. I, I, some men are trash and they don't care. They'll just hold their breath and do it anyway. But I feel like if you got any kind of self-respect, you would not be sleeping with a girl who sank because you know vaginas have odors it's normal we they have scents i should smell and not old all odor is bad odor they just have a smell like that's normal it's a a body part that's you know (laughs) that has its own way of cleaning itself so you know things happen so when a girl can't even 
like take a washcloth down there and she smells like pee i have no respect for her you don't love yourself like i don't care how big you are if you want to clean yourself you can do it and trust me as a nurse i know what poor hygiene smells like i've had to clean people that wouldn't even clean themselves so trust me i get it sometimes you know it's hard to reach back there and that's fine but if you really wanted to clean yourself you better sit your chunky behind in some water let it soak and spread around put some soap down there in the water sit in it bam you're clean so when women are stinky that's gross like you you don't love yourself so you're right you're right this episode showed me that you know he is not gay i can admit what i'm wrong i don't know that you can christina but i can admit what i'm wrong guys is not gay she was just nasty okay you got me there and you're probably right he probably did have to do some things to get out of there she looked like she would be satisfied with a little finger action i'm just gonna throw that out there maybe that's what he did you know or you know you know we'll just leave it at that <laughs> i don't want to get too graphic <laughs> oh, what else you could have done to get out of there but i don't think he hit a home run it's all i'm saying um what else did i have in my notes oh okay another thing that i need to point out about this show and i don't know why this is a trend and why they keep doing it but whenever they have these gremlins these goblins or whatever this one was a manicure and the manicure that i can think of like from the stuff that i read was half bull not a little scorpion lizard monster i don't know what that was but they that they, they could have done better with that that little hobgoblin thing was not a manicure but that's what they called it and i just want to know like why do they make these creatures like sound so like turned on or horny when certain things happen when she was getting the venom out of its uh like scorpion tail i don't know the sounds he were making i didn't i didn't approve of it and i don't understand like it's just like the goblin with the gold like why can't you just make normal sounds like why you gotta be why i gotta be raunchy like that i don't i'm sick of it stop it oh and the <laughs> one of the funny funnier parts of this episode was when uh the bookkeeper librarian whatever you want to call it when he was sleeping there and merlin being the klutz that he is knocked over something and woke him up then he had the things floating and he was like oh you're dreaming go back to sleep that was actually pretty funny and he didn't even make a sound when he when he did his magic he just used his eyes why can't he do that when there's 87 people around why you gotta make noise mumbling stuff but in that instance when there was just one man he didn't make a sound he just used his eyes like <sighs> i don't i don't know stuff like that bothers me um the last thing i would point out is uh uther is the worst like i i know i've said this a lot but this is probably the worst hypocrisy i've seen this man i guess spew out thus far he literally is saying there is no reason for anyone to ever use magic blah 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 but he literally just used magic to save morgana like that that just happened like recently but now you're saying there's never a reason for any so you just mean for anyone else i can use magic however i want whenever i want however i want to whoever i please but you can't and the fact that he like he said that shit with a straight face 
with his whole chest and didn't even hear the hypocrisy of it all. Like, I am honestly just straight bamboozled and I don't even know how else to say it. I don't even know how to explain it. I just, I'm shook. Like, he is the worst. And like, for the first time in the history of this show, I actually agree with Merlin when he was like, he's such a hypocrite. And then Gaius was like, yeah, if you want to keep your head, you better be quiet. He wasn't wrong to say that, but Merlin was right. And I just, I just, oh, I mean, I guess back then you didn't have a choice. You lived in an area that was your king. You knew he was a hypocrite. Everybody else knew he was a hypocrite, but you couldn't say anything. You just had to think it. So I get it. But he is the absolute worst. And I, I hate him. <laughs> I want him to die. And the sooner the better. Because Camelot need a king that's not him. Okay. At this point, if Morgana killed him, I would applaud her because he sucks. He, I hate him. I really do. <sighs> I think that's all I have. Oh, really quick, just uh, point out like Gaius and his uh, Alice. I think that was her name. His girlfriend. I'm glad he saved her because, like I said, Uther's trash and he's a hypocrite. And I understand that she was being controlled by the mandacore and at first i didn't get that but then when her eyes turned black when she was trying to tell them it made sense so she was doing all this stuff because she was being controlled by it so i'm glad i'm glad gaius let her get away and i'm glad he saved her because she didn't deserve to die especially not after literally what uther just did to save morgana i swear i mean i hope we're getting close to not looking at his face anymore because he gets on my nerve like beyond irritating like Merlin annoys me but I cannot stand Uther I hate his guts seeing his little beady eyes and his face makes me want to smush it and just squeeze I can't stand him oh my god at this point Uther is one of those people shy Christina I know I know y'all know because you both live in a world where women of color aren't prevalent in your workplace so I know you know what I'm saying there's that one person that you've heard them say some stuff like maybe not directly to you but you just heard them say some out-of-pocket stuff and you don't like them and at this point they're so unredeemable they could give you money and you still would hate their guts that's Uther Uther is that lady in your office that you can't stand and just hearing her breathe makes you want to choke her makes you want to kick her punch her slap her elbow drop her in the throat like Uther is that person to me I really don't like him and I don't think there's anything that anyone can say or even he can do at this point that could change that for me I just don't like him and he can choke hopefully within the next couple episodes huh, that's all I got so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out and that was Miss. <laughs> I'm still laughing because he's like, he could choke. Yes, we all want Miss Mimi for Uther to choke and die. And he's a hypocrite. And we all know this. We all know this. So, I mean, unfortunately, that's not going to change. But I will say this is just one kingdom. Keep in mind, there are other kingdoms out there. Shit, if my ass, I'm like, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> I ain't got to be here. 
I could be poor somewhere else. Maybe the people who actually work there. And Merlin doesn't have a choice because it's his great destiny. But I know that if I was a magical person, I would not be chilling in a kingdom that hunts me down. Because clearly, this is son of a, like, there's five kingdoms. You ain't got to chill in one. And you saw that the one kingdom had, like, the king had a, a magical court jester or whatever. Maybe I'm skipping ahead just a bit. But there are other kingdoms out there. That's all I'm, I will say. Uh, what else did she say that was making me laugh? I mean, it's a lot. Especially the kid's story. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's leaving. Is his mama out there to pick him up? Because there's no other reason why he's outside of the house at this point in time. I feel you. Um, Bath and be Bath, Bed Bath and Beyond being on sale i wish that would happen around i ain't got nothing i need to buy though i would say i have all amazon primed out <laughs> um and i think that's all i had to comment i think you covered everything i didn't write any much down other than is Gwen in love with uh or merlin in love with Gwen? i think merlin just has a way of looking at all people like that like oh you like me you want to be my friend <laughs> you just that and that's like uh, it's a big thing in uh britain is like the romance is real the romance is almost more than the romance and that's where i think a lot of people in this show was so big on shipping arthur and merlin and that was oh my god that's the love of the show i mean of course people have their 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 ideas behind why they're pushing that but it is kind of their thing it's like the wife's at home you go there i love her and the family and then it's the bromance those are two separate relationships and they both have a lot of love and just one's not romantic <laughs> type of love so yeah i this show once i read a few interviews after yeah they really like a lot of the showrunners were way more invested in the bromance than the romance and that it was always clear to me and i got that at the time i still get that that's what the what the premise was getting around all the other things yes we love i particularly love the gwen and arthur way more than the bromance but it's not to say that the bromance is not important but it is what the showrunners were more invested in themselves. And that's fine. That's fine. But yeah, they do that with every fucking character as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and kind of what my point is, is why can't Arthur have an actual friend? Why does it always need to be revolving around Merlin? But I guess it's this whole thing about Merlin being this huge wizard and i don't know i do think around while season three they concreted a few things i i never got the sense and i could say this after five seasons that the show never knew exactly how far in the mythos they were gonna go because i think you said it man when is uther gonna go right <laughs> i'm not sure they were sure about that I don't know I can't say that they had a mapped out plan because a lot this is 2010 mind you not 2019 where a lot more 
showrunners or even writers when they're pitching a pilot have a plan i think this show was like oh cool renewed for second season oh cool we got a huge fucking audience let's let's step it up in the third season make it a little bit more um you know big or thematic which they did good job i loved it don't get me wrong third season's a great season (laughs) it's not they didn't make things certain tighter but in certain places on did they know where the season was gonna go i don't feel that they did um who's the her that he wants to save yeah that we'll come back to that we'll come back to that uh i think that's about it all the words i have to say um like i said get that 15 pound i i know i sent you a, a text message way too late or a message way too late <laughs> I was not alive yesterday. I'm so sorry for everyone who was waiting. I just was not. My body sometimes just shuts all the way fucked down. I might as well start calling Saturdays because I didn't have to have the kids this weekend as sleep days. Because if I've had a week like I had where I've been up way longer, only getting four or five hours of sleep, (laughs) then yeah, one day it's going to hit me all at once. And I'm going to be like, yeah, like I got up, I took a shower soon as the shower was done and i was clean that uh that weightless blanket was calling my name wait until you get that thing you be like this is a fucking addictive i can't <laughs> all right last but not least we have miss shy with her thoughts let's hear them hey christina i am here to discuss Merlin episodes eight and nine and I will get right to it. I'm not gonna waste your time. I'm not gonna waste anybody's time. It was a struggle. This weekend's episodes were hard to get through. Not so much eight as nine. Eight was okay and I'll, I'll explain that in a minute. I mean it wasn't great it wasn't horrible either but nine i was on the serious struggle bus to get through that episode my eyes were glazing over i was falling asleep i kept having to pause the episode get back to it because it was just so dry (laughs) at least for me i mean but yeah so episode eight I would say the highlight for me was number one. We got the amazing Gwen back on our screens. Yeah, we got to see him, and um, I enjoy him and Merlin's friendship. And so we got some of that in this episode. We got Gwen finally getting suspicious of Morgana after Morgana decides that it was appropriate to act like a biatch and yell at Gwen yell at Gwen and um I was not here for that and as Mimi would say she was about to catch these hands um so yeah um so obviously Murgos and Morgana plot another plot something else to this time get rid of Arthur for him to meet his demise with some pendant 
I don't even remember what it was. The night owl, owl thing. I don't know. Anyway, some pendant that he had on his arm that's supposed to drain him of his uh, his life force. Um, and so Arthur is going out on this quest, which I'm like, why does he need to go out on a quest? What has he been doing for the past two and a half seasons, if not proven his worthiness to be king? But apparently that's not good enough. He has to go out on another quest or another thing to um, prove his worthiness. Like, okay, whatever. Um, So he's going out to some place. I forget the name of the place. I didn't write it down. Um, Trident to get a trident, recover this trident. He's supposed to go alone and unaided, which we all know that's not going to happen. which is where Merlin and Gwen comes in. I mean, which is fine. Um, and um, yeah, so that's oh yeah, we got an Arwen kiss before Arthur took off for his quest. And um, yeah, can't think of too much else. Oh, and they met up with this little person named Grittier who was. I guess the sorcerer at the bridge, the bridge keeper, he, he dropped some knowledge on Arthur, letting him know he was courage and then he's going to need magic and strength, which magic and strength ended up being Merlin and Gwen. How convenient, but hey, I'm all about it if we get to see Gwen, which at this point, um, I'm sure we'll see him again um in later episodes so i'm excited about that i don't know what capacity um he's gonna return in um but i know he will return now that i've seen him this time and um yeah so apparently this quest that was supposedly authors was actually merlin's in disguise um the the old king gives him some water from the lake so that's supposed to come in handy when things are darkest so that's not ominous at all so of course we all know that something's gonna go down so Merlin's supposed to use it whenever that time comes and yeah I forgot that Gwen doesn't know Merlin has magic it's Lancelot that knows so yeah I was reminded of that like oh yeah he doesn't know about that so anyways but that's it for this one then we have episode nine where i kid you not like i said was on the struggle bus big time so yeah we got gaius meeting up with his lady love from the past alice so yes mimi that's why christina was saying Gaius isn't gay so here we are he had a lady love that he had to um help escape because of as usual our hypocrite Uther and his love of sorcery and magic how he has to make everyone pay except for the people around him anyway so yes we have lurking Merlin finding out about Alice and um yeah anyway my thing with this one that really got to me is Gaius's attitude 
I tell you, Guy gets on my dang nerves sometimes with the way he is because him of all people should be the first one to believe in and be on Merlin's side because he as many times as he's seen things go sideways when has Merlin ever come to Gaius and said something that didn't end up being true that's the thing that just frustrates me about Gaius because here he is again Merlin's coming into him with his suspicions and here's Gaius oh that's not true what are you talking about you don't know what you're talking about I mean I get it he cares about this woman but what have we seen what have we seen in the two and a half years that we've been on that this show has been going on in the two two and a half seasons I should say people of magic is going on we got people being possessed we got people being taken over why is it always out of the realm of possibility that something could be going on i mean let's check it out let's figure it out how about we do that instead of completely dismissing what merlin is saying gaius of all people should know better and i'm about sick of hearing him gaslight merlin for stupid reasons this chick shows up out of the blue starts healing people with impossible um ailments or incurable ailments and we we we're just not when merlin comes to you with suspicions you we're just not gonna think about it we're not even gonna you know contemplate that this could be true yeah so and then the ultimate the ultimate oh my gosh the ultimate is when merlin comes to him and gaius has the audacity i can't even speak the audacity to say with a straight face and with his whole mouth you just don't want me to be happy really really are we serious right now now i will say for a minute i was concerned about my eyeballs because they rolled in the back of my head so hard i didn't think i would recover but i'm fine now thank you very much that scene was so dumb i was so over it and that just highlighted just how much just why i had a problem with this episode because it was dumb and then you got the library dude does he not go home does he live there does he live he doesn't have a house because why is he there in the middle of the night sleeping go home dude go home does he have a wife i guess not something go to bed then we got alice moving in after what a day he's she's moving in seriously (sighs) anyways i'm done i waved the white flag on this one i have nothing else to say so on that note until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy so that was miss shy Who had um, more of an alignment with me on these episodes. Like, yeah, I was cool with eight. 
had Gwen, had Gwen figuring out, had some Arwen, had things to it, right? Versus episode nine, it was a whole lot of stupid. <laughs> a whole lot of stupid. And I think you hit the nail on the head of the most stupid thing. You just don't want me to be happy. What? <laughs> you said I was concerned about from my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that guy is showing his ass that episode they just pretty much said hey Gaius you're a rational person you're not gonna be he turned into Merlin when he met that bitch in the um <laughs> when he met that one chick like all these people dying <laughs> I don't know what he could possibly be other than this magical creature that I happen to be hiding <laughs> it's like maybe it is genetics we love and we are dumb as hell once we do man yeah i hated everything about that episode i didn't like it all i was like i was accepting that mimi liked it but i i could not stand it i was like this is so ridiculous on epic proportion levels um and then he let her go in the end and that's fine that's fine but why couldn't he just help her escape in the beginning? <laughs> all of this is dumb. And then I think Bibi was talking about how hypocritical. Yeah, we all know about Uther being hypocritical. He's just a piece of shit. There is no getting around that. The only one that's why he 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 noticed even with the trident, he put that shit in his basement. He wants to own magical shit. It's all for him. And that's when it ultimately comes down. It's not even that he condemns magic. And I think that's why Uther is to be hated. Like I can understand if something bad happened and it destroyed you and it was caused by magic. You'd be like, okay, I understand why this person has the feelings he has on this. And it was like, no, Uther wanted all magic destroyed so that there's no threat to his power. And when he needs to use magic, he'll do it. That's what he'll do. Um... I think that's all i think you said everything i needed to say about that episode it was to, oh about that man sleeping there he really does have to stay there he's the keeper of the books <laughs> like um that is where he lives breathes and and sleeps so now i was not surprised that he lives there he has to <laughs> well i think we all got our feelings out about these two episodes i'm sure we'll have much more to talk about next week i probably will go back to uh the scene by scene i have more time <laughs> i'll be more with the world but if you want to join in the conversation you could send that feedback to blackocouch at gmail.com you can find this podcast pod uh, black o couch reviews at podbean stitcher itunes spotify and wherever else good podcasts can be found my social medias will be below remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to itunes leave a review, rate the podcast. Until next time, peace, hair grease, black or magic. <laughs>